What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I want to welcome you here. This is a podcast all about Minecraft updates. Whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game, or they're just updates we're making up on our own just for fun. If either of those things are interesting to you at all, you are in the right place. And very soon we might have a lot of new news to talk about about the upcoming 1.21 update. Because yesterday on Twitter, the Mojang developers have been hinting that today, as of this recording, um, there's going to be a special announcement uh, related to that. Now, I would like to temper your expectations and say that this is probably not going to be a huge announcement, but any news is good news when it comes from the Mojang team. And so I'm looking forward to having something really awesome to talk about in addition to the recent snapshots uh, this coming Monday. But this is a Friday episode, and you know what that means. We're about to get into the winners of this past um, one block challenge. But before we do that, let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode, the segment in which I turn the spotlight on you guys, the listeners. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys, would you rather have changing seasons in Minecraft or a biome for every season? Tell me why. Now, my opinion on this is probably already well known. I think that a biome for every season is better than having dynamic changing seasons in Minecraft because, um, as we'll see in some of these answers, uh, changing seasons just throughout the whole world would actually hinder a lot of people's building experience. Um, And I, I feel like it's just better to have just the option of going to different seasons in different biomes collecting what you need there if you wanted to build a theme around a specific season. Um, But other people have different opinions and I respect them. So let's get into what you guys had to say. Miles said, I would choose to have different biomes because if biomes change depending on seasons, they would be less iconic. Like how is a cherry biome in summer any different to an oak? And that's a good point. Cherry Cherry blossom biomes in Minecraft are springtime biomes because that's what a cherry blossom looks like in springtime. They don't have those, you know, um, those flowery petals all year round. It's only in a specific uh, time of year. And so why even have a pink uh, tree if it's not going to be pink all the time? And I like that point a lot. Pizza says changing seasons would be amazing, but I feel like different biomes should behave accordingly. Like deserts should remain dry, ice spikes always snowy, etc. If only one biome changes, it should be birch. Yes, yes, yes. Let's please change the birch. <laughs> Let's get rid of the birch. How about that? <laughs> Torben says, we shouldn't have seasons in Minecraft. It would be too hard to theme a build. A fall biome would be cool. Maybe autumn hills with pumpkins and orange leaves. You could also find Halloween structures. That's a really cool idea, having a fall themed biome. Um, Honestly, that's the only one missing. We have summer, spring, and winter. All we need is fall. That would be great. Silas says, for the extreme biomes like desert, tundra, badlands, etc., there would be seasons, including tornadoes, chill, and dehydration, to name a few. Uh, So that would be interesting. So having more weather phenomena in some of these, um, in some of these biomes, I like that as well. It's not exactly seasons, but it does have something to do with weather and uh, dynamic changes. So I do, I do think that there's a place in Minecraft for that kind of thing. 
And finally, Cyborg says, I would rather have changing seasons because it would give Minecraft a real world feel, but not the deserts and savannas. Cyborg was buried under a pile of snow in the snowy plains. Yeah, so uh, a lot of people want Minecraft to have that real world feel. They want it to reflect the real world. And I understand that. I think some things from the real world would be really cool. And honestly, if Mojang decided to introduce dynamic seasons to Minecraft, it would probably really be really fun to experience that. Um, I, I don't think it would ruin Minecraft at all. It's, it's just if I'm going to choose between the two, I'm going to choose just add a fall biome, but dynamic seasons might be interesting to see. Well, thank you so much, guys, for these answers, and if you want yours to be read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with that Q&A post, and I will read as many of those as I can in a future episode, or you can just do it on the Discord as well. I have a whole channel dedicated to the Q&A segment at the Discord, so if you would rather use the Discord, go on and join there. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation. Because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. All right, guys, let's get into the main discussion of this episode. Now, real quick, I want to give a shout out to the Arch Villager over on the Discord. The Arch Villager has put together a mod pack based on some of the ideas from this podcast. If you want to check it out, you can go to the description of this episode. I'm going to put a link to it there. But it's really cool to see uh, members of the community already putting together some really cool creative things uh, based on the podcast. I haven't played the mod myself, but from looking at the screenshots and some of the artwork, it looks really cool. And the idea of it just being ideas from the podcast that we've discussed as a community, that's a really awesome thing. So shout out to Arch Villager. Uh, good work on this. And uh, yeah, feel free to check that out. All right, without any further ado, let's get into the winners of the One Block Challenge. This past week's One Block Challenge was about damage. Any blocks that have anything to do with damage. And guys, you had some really cool ideas. And of course, I've got the three winners here. I'm not able to read out every single person who sends me an idea because goodness gracious, there are so many ideas sent to me. So I have to really pick through a lot of them to get to the three top ideas. Um, but if I don't read your idea here, that's okay. You can try again next time. We're going to start here with third place. And in third place, we have Energy Turtle. And they write, Energy Turtle here with an idea for a block to do with damage. This block can only be obtained from loot chests and strongholds. It is called the Reaper. It looks like a block of netherite, but it is red. Any damage done to an entity on this block will be converted into experience. If Skulk happens to be touching this block, any mob that is dealt damage on connecting Skulk blocks would also be converted into XP. Energy Turtle died trying to get XP by damaging himself. This is a very unique idea. You're basically having a, um, this is an interesting experience farm um, in the form of a single block, and it is configurable with skulk blocks. I do think this has the potential to be too powerful, but it is a very unique idea, and it does fill a uh, quite a large gap in Minecraft right now. There is no very easy way to get experience. I mean, short of going to the nether and uh, uh, mining up quartz, um, there really is no easy way to get experience um, that doesn't require you to really risk your life or 
spend hours and hours building like an Enderman farm. So I like this idea a lot. I'm always on the lookout for better ways to get experience points. And this sounds like a fun one, especially since you can kind of make it interesting by connecting it to Skulk. That's a cool idea as well. So thanks for this idea, Energy Turtle, and congratulations on coming in third place. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. In second place, we have Kalos Veta uh, from the Discord with this idea. My submission for the block challenge themed around damage is the Tripwire Vine. It is actually a new use for any vine item instead of block. Instead of placing a string between two tripwire hooks, place a vine between tripwire hooks. When a player or mob runs across a tripwire vine, it will cause one heart of damage and stun the player or mob. The effect stun will force a player into a crawl position and inability to access their hotbar for five seconds. If tripwire vine is placed higher, it can knock a rider off their mount. If, tri if tripwire vine is placed next to a hole, it can force the player to fall down the hole. When placed, it would look like placed string, but occasionally give a shimmer to show it is not string, but a tripwire vine. This is a cool idea. I I've never really played around with tripwire hooks and strings in the game, but having seen them, you know, used in traps and stuff, I like them a lot. This is really cool because it doesn't really need to trigger a trap. It can just be a way to inflict damage all on its own. That is a very cool idea, and I think that this would be really good for a lot of different mob farms. Imagine, you know, um, having a stream of zombies or uh, um, skeletons or whatever mob you're farming, and they're being carried down a, uh, a water stream. They can You can pass them through a series of these tripwire hooks, and by the time they get to the end of the stream, they are just a one-hit kill. Um, that would be a really easy way to chip away at their health, as well as controlling them because they would be stunned, right? So if they're stunned, they're not going to try to run away. They're not going to try to go anywhere or uh, fight back with you. So it would be a really interesting thing to use for mob farms. And of course, the applications in a PvP kind of situation are obvious. So I like this idea a lot. So thanks, Kalos, for this idea, and congratulations on coming in second place. And in first place, we have Tater Tots 2010 with this idea. My idea for damage is the damage reducer. If nearby, whatever mob head is on top will do less damage depending on how much it is charged. It looks like a respawn anchor, but instead of black, it is white and charged with iron, gold, diamond, netherite, and a block of any of these. The more valuable the material, the less damage you take. This is a very interesting take on mob control in the game. And I like how uh, they took the idea of the theme of damage and kind of turned it on its head so it's not about taking damage or dealing damage is about reducing damage. So I liked that as well. But uh, we talk a lot about mob proofing 
And we talk a lot about, um, you know, oh, if there was a way to make sure that a whole area was just impossible for mobs to spawn in uh, without having to light it all up, which, of course, I like that idea. But this is a different kind of take on it. It's like, what if you allow the mobs to spawn that they just can't hurt you? You know, so you have whatever this block is, this damage reducer, you have that mob head on top of it and you've given it like a block of diamond and that's a good investment. And as long as this thing is around, whatever mob head is on top of this block, that mob's damage to you is minimal. Um, and so you don't have to necessarily mob proof. You just have to make sure that you're able to just, you know, casually knock off these, these mobs as they come up to you and maybe they deal like they hit you two times and deal half a heart of damage. You know, it could be something like that. And I like that idea a lot. The applications would be very, you could do a lot of creative things with this, which is what I like. And imagine putting this in a village um, as well. And uh, maybe this helps, you know, keep villages safe. So the undead spawn, the, the zombies spawn in a village, but you don't have to worry about the villagers because they're, the damage that they're going to do to the villagers is is nothing. Like, you already have this taken care of. And while this is doing its work, you can then, you know, um, make sure that no mobs could spawn. But while you're lighting the area up and making it safe, you have this thing doing its work, making sure that the zombies can't just wipe out your entire village. So I like this, this block because of its creativity and the creative things that you could possibly do with it. So congratulations, Tater Tots, on coming in first place. All right, guys, for next week's theme, it is speed. So I want you to imagine a new block for Minecraft that has something to do with speed. Only give me one single idea. Provide the name of the block, a description of what it looks like, how you would obtain it in Minecraft and any function that it has. Keep your description simple and to the point, and the winners will be announced in the next Friday episode. Your ideas are due next Wednesday, so send them to me by next Wednesday. And you can send them to me uh, at the email, digstraightdowncast at gmail.com, or you can send them to me on the Discord, where you could also collaborate with other people who are also working on this challenge. So uh, that's an encouragement for you to go join the Discord. Well, that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening and send your ideas, your questions, your comments, anything that you would like for me to discuss about Minecraft, send them to me digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot, and I have been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, keep digging straight down. I will see you at Bedrock.